tonight because I'm by myself. Uh, we are talking about Lethal Weapon Season 2, Episode 3, Born to Run. Stay tuned after that opening. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. If you guys weren't sick of this song from the episode because it played like five times, then you ain't living. <laughs> hey guys, we are, well, I am here at AfterBuzz TV talking about Lethal Weapon Season 2, Episode 3, Born to Run. Uh, I am your host, Alexis Torres. You can find me all over the internet at atorres890. That's A-T-O-R-R-E-S 890. Um, definitely, as you can see, because there's nobody here, definitely follow all of my co-hosts. They're all awesome. Petra, Candice, and... Kelly. Um, definitely check them all out. I can't reiterate all of their Twitters right now, but you know where to find them because they did an amazing job last week handling the fort while I was away. So it's, we're just doing a trade-off. You know, they're out on missions making sure pop stars are doing what they're doing and protected, and I'm just here just holding down the fort. You know what I'm saying? Um, but definitely don't forget to check out the live chat. We are going to be bringing that up so I can see. Um, definitely check out on Twitter. Um, and share the show and everything because I want to know what you guys think because some pretty crazy stuff happened in this episode, especially with Palmer and Riggs. What? Anyway, let's get into it. So, um, I love that we opened up with JoJo. I don't know if anyone else recognized her or sorry, Shay is her name. If you don't know who JoJo is, um, she's a pretty big artist. Uh, I mean, she still is, but she was a she was a bigger artist back in like the early two thousands. She had this. She had like like co cherry coke red hair and she sang this song called leave get out google it i'm not gonna sing it here because it's it's not as good when i do it um i don't do it any justice um but she was pretty big in the pop world for a long time she actually did a little bit of acting or still doing a little bit of acting she did some mermaid movie was the last time i think i heard of her on tv or at least film wise um and then she had a new album come out which again you can clearly hear in this episode because they played it I think about like four or five times. Like, I feel like I went crazy because I felt like I heard it a lot, but I don't know. Maybe it was just me, but that song that played, which is called, um, FAB. Ooh, there you go. FAB. Um, you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Not like I'm sponsoring her or anything. Just letting you know. Um, so she's obviously leaving. It looks like a premiere or a debut or something like that. And she's getting into her, I guess, limousine car, whatever. Um, and I love it because most of the time, especially pop stars, they usually have like a lot of security, but it looked like the only thing there was only security coming out of the building. And then there was just like one guy who was driving her. And I was like, no, I feel like someone would like go with her or follow her or something, but I guess whatever. And of course she goes to like the makeout spot, you know, um, at like, I don't even know, like here in LA, I don't even know where you would call it. It looks like it's probably up like the PCH or something, uh, Pacific Coast Highway for anyone who's never been here before. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it, it was weird, but like, that's kind of what you do. Like when you're teenagers, you find like a spot and you go make out. Sorry, kids, if I ruined everything, sorry, parents, if I just gave your kids tips. Um, but, uh, also I want to thank everybody before I continue with everyone in the chat. I see Steven, um, uh, Otten, Otten. I always forget if I always say that incorrectly. Um, I see Billy Jean girl, Ari. Oh, I always, I always mess up your name and I always feel really bad. Um, yeah, I'm not going to try because I'm terrible and I don't want to ruin your beautiful name, Megan. And I think I saw Tanya in there earlier. I could be wrong. 
yeah there she is <laughs> um it's really good seeing you guys thank you guys for helping me out since i'm obviously by myself also thanks shout out to brianna who's in hitting the ones and twos for me as i'm sitting here like a loner in the studio <laughs> um but uh but yeah so you know they're they're getting some hanky panky on and we see the car that was following them earlier or videotaping them um and they pretty much hit the gas run into the car and start shooting at it i thought that was a little bit of overkill not to be funny there um the fact that he was shooting at the car as he's about to like push it off the edge of the cliff like i was like one of these things is like someone's gonna die also i didn't even realize that he wanted to kill her right away but again i'm also glad that she didn't die in the beginning like i'm glad that we actually got to keep her for the rest of the episode like it was really nice to just be like yeah she's here she's gonna help out so i thought that was really really cool um and then obviously we get uh i'm trying to bring up my notes here um, we get, uh, Riggs and Palmer and the car talking about something. It seemed really serious at the time. And then obviously you see, uh, I'll say Keisha, uh, Trish and, uh, Roger talking. And all of a sudden we see that obviously it's, it's brunch. I definitely thought that it was, it was nighttime when we saw the preview for last week. Um, I thought it was, um, was like dinner or something but brunch is always fun so i'm i'm kind of new to the brunch scene so because i usually just don't get up early enough to hit brunch so that's just me though um but pretty much they're there just to get to know palmer because their relationship has started up again and everything seems cool i mean i know a lot of people okay all right that's what i thought uh definitely overkill just shove the car over the cliff i agree i don't understand why we need to do that but that's just me you know can't be an overachiever with my kills apparently i don't know so um so yeah Riggs and palmer come over having a good time mimosas are flowing um very last boy scout wait what did i just read oh yeah nice uh 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 i lost my thought oh yeah so yeah so uh palmer and Riggs show up uh they pretty much are having a great time that spread looked amazing by the way which i just saying also just because i haven't eaten dinner so i'm hungry um and they're just having a good time like it was really nice seeing the four of them together obviously murtaugh and riggs were a little uncomfortable because they're like this is weird why is my girlfriend and your wife wanting to get friendly like this is this is awkward but i i really liked it i thought it was really nice like having them together sit down and like really get to know palmer also i know there's a lot of palmer haters out there uh, I mean, I love her, the actress. Like, I think she's amazing. Also, she looked really good in every shot that she was in. I don't know if it was just me. I don't know if they changed up her makeup or the lighting or something. Like, it was insane how, like, she was glowing in every shot that she was in, especially during brunch. I mean, especially next to Keisha Sharp, who's this immaculate human being in general. It's just that the fact that there was two beautiful women just chatting it was just it was really nice i don't know that's it's probably just me being silly but like i enjoyed it um obviously Riggs was starting to get really uncomfortable especially because he kind of asked palmer to move in with him and we're just like oh okay baby steps i like it um but then obviously they leave to go deal with the homicide so um we get a new face which i know a lot of at least from what i was seeing on twitter that there was definitely a lot of ladies who were totally fine with our new guy uh zach bowman um who's pretty much i guess so he is a cop i don't know if anyone caught on to that because i know that they said he was a model you know because he was on the poster and i did love i mean it's a little bit later on in the episode but i love that he was like i'm tired of people just you know seeing me from my looks i really want to learn the job so I'm, I'm assuming he's a real cop but or at least a cop in training detective in training eh. 
Uh, but I like the deputy chief was like, yeah, go follow these two. One, so they can give me recon. Two, because you need to learn how this works, so go. Um, but I love that, like, everywhere he went, he was always getting free stuff or getting checked out or something like that. So I really loved that they kind of switched it up instead of having, like, a female, like, a really hot-looking female getting a bunch of stuff or getting, um, uh, not noticed, but the fact that she's getting catcalled or whatever. Like, it was, like, a handsome gentleman who's like, I just want to be here. I want to learn. I want to be the best cop. And, you know, deputy chief told me to go follow you guys. So I also love that Murtaugh was kind of like, I've seen you before. What's, what's happening? Where have I seen your face? And the fact that he was on a poster is pretty funny. I don't know. I enjoyed it. So I really like what they're doing with this new character. I'm hoping that he stays for a long period of time. I'm not quite sure if he's just going to pop in and out um, from time to time, or if he's actually going to be staying with the, the original crew. Um, <laughs> Megan says, oh, the soup, it's so weird. I like Palmer in the white collar, but for some reason I don't like her here. Okay, okay. Um, at least he didn't shoot into the car like Bruce Willis in the movie. Nice. Um, uh, it was the love she was feeling for Riggs. Aw, Megan, that's so nice. Um, yeah, I agree. But yeah, it. I don't mind him. I think, I think it's just kind of nice to have a new person in the group. But like I said, I don't know. Do you guys think he's going to last? Do you guys think he's just like a pop-up character? Also... I'm upset because where's Carlos? Wait, Carlos? Was that right? Yeah, the guy from last year. I'm like sad because I really want him to come back. So I really hope that he comes back or not. I, I don't know. I really want him to come back. I really liked his character. Um, also, tell me if I said the wrong name because I feel it. Cruz. Oh, my God. Thank you, Megan. I am the worst. Um, so Cruz, I really want him to come back. I think that he was a really good character. And it's kind of weird now seeing that Bailey has a new character or no, sorry, a new partner, um, which now, which it's also kind of unfortunate because now she kind of has a newbie that she has to take care of. When Cruz, he was technically more of a guy who kind of already knew the beat but had a new, had a new way of looking at it, which I really, really liked. That's why I liked his character. But I'm assuming the actor who plays Cruz probably has other projects that he's doing, and that's why he's not on the show. But I'm, I'm hoping that he comes back or at least make an appearance. That would be really cool. Just like for, a, for an episode. I don't know if anyone else is on the same boat as me. I would just like it. Um, anyway, so um, we get to meet the manager, Phil Green. He, um, he immediately, when I don't know if anybody else felt this way, when he came on screen, I immediately go, either this guy did it or he knows something and is not telling us. Because he seemed extremely skeevy when we first met him. I don't know. That's, that is just what I was feeling and i just i don't know y'all i don't know if anybody else felt that way because i just i didn't like him at all and clearly it showed in the rest of the show um and we find out that she is currently dating someone uh shay aka jojo um is currently dating someone his name was michael because of the fact that they're trying to figure out who would be trying to kill her um so they find out that he's a photographer and he was doing a wedding that weekend or i guess the next day or that day, something like that. Um, so, no, that day. That's right, because they went right after they left. Oh, thank you, Steven. Um, and so uh, so they go. And also, mind you, that wedding looked really cool. I don't know, like, what the layout was and everything, but, like, the colors and everything was really, really nice. I guess because of the fact that I just had a wedding, I've been, like, I can see it now. I'm like, ooh, those decorations are really cool, and those dresses were probably really nice, and this, this, and this. So I kind of picked up on that, so I was a little distracted during the episode. But I liked that it, um, they, 
the phrase I don't, again i don't know if it was just me but the phrase of like oh she's uh helping she's helping put on or helping put up the the maid of honor and i was like what the heck does that mean but in my brain i was like okay wait photographer got it um uh, maybe sorry maybe we'll find out that Cruz had to move to a different department because he and Bailey are together and can't be partners <gasps> Megan that's a great theory and I will keep that for now instead of it being like oh he's actually just in a different tv show I'll take it um uh anyway so like the fact that she like I don't remember what the phrase was it was like helping the maid of honor like put in the maid of honor or something like that and I was like that's a weird phrase to say but obviously they were trying to like set up the scene of like oh they're actually just stepping so all right cool and like it was pretty common the fact that like the photographer's missing also it's just a guy I mean like most of the time you want to think oh he's a professional he's probably taking photos of just the maid of honor but at least to my knowledge again Brianna if you want to chime in as a person who's done weddings before uh I don't think the photographer just takes one bridesmaid or one maid of honor and takes sole pictures of them. Not a good one. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. That's why I was like, that's kind of weird. Because like, I understand if you're doing groups, because there was photography on the outside, and there were groups of the bridesmaids, but they're like, oh, yeah, they're helping, uh, they're helping the maid of honor upstairs. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? <laughs> so, no. Uh, I already knew. I was like, mm okay all right sure <laughs> so clearly we found them naked and you know getting a little bit of an afternoon delight before the the ceremony starts which i'm like that's that's uh it's brave because you gotta put your makeup back on and your hair and i just i feel like there's just, just not enough time to be dealing with that before but i mean i don't know i i don't know maybe it just felt like for me because i felt like my wedding went by so freaking quick that i would be like where do you find time how do you do that so um but the next part I wasn't anticipating. So they're, they're pretty much interrogating him, trying to find out where he was that night to see if it was him. And Shay shows up and is just like, oh, you're cheating on me, you know, because of the fact that I thought that was her ex-boyfriend. I didn't realize that they were still together. So then she comes in and did, like, that wind-up that she did of, like, smacking him across the face was, like, a full, it was a full wind-up. I couldn't tell if it was, like, her left hand or if she backhanded that. That was insane. Uh, helping is what what we're calling it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was with you. Because she, like I said, I couldn't tell if she was using her left hand or she actually wound up the back of her hand and smacked him. Woof. That thing, <laughs> it looked like it hurt so bad. But then, of course, you know, he gets up or whatever. And he goes to the balcony. And at this point, I'm like, oh, they're just going to, they're just going to argue. But when, when... Uh, Riggs picks Shay up and he goes, the legs, the legs. I was like, no, they're not gonna, they're not gonna kill off this character, are they? And he, and she kicked him off the balcony and he fell. I was like, oh my gosh, they killed this character. But then he landed in the wedding cake, which I'm not quite sure what would have been worse. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Obviously his death would have been worse. But the fact that he landed in the wedding cake in front of the bride and groom and the parents and everybody was just like naked, but naked in your birthday suit oh my god i just i don't even know what i would do i would just I, I don't know what you guys would do it just it sounded painful i definitely thought he was dead but no he was just uh injured that was that was rough Ooh. uh anyway so come to find out that he was definitely with uh our yeah the, the sound design is great in this episode i agree it did sound extremely like 
hard when he fell. Um, so uh, we find out that I guess he was with the maid of honor. The no- oh yeah, because he was there for the rehearsal dinner. So you know. Eh. And uh, so we're back to square one. But again, at this point in time, I definitely thought it was the manager because the way that he was acting. Um, uh, I loved, I know we kind of like cut away from that for a little bit um, when we, when Trish was telling Palmer about the fact that he might be capable of loving because the fact that they seemed, I love the, their, their tell that Riggs is doing better is that he showers. So I really appreciated that. So it was, I really just wanted to see more Palmer, Trish, talking i guess or chatting or getting to know each other but i guess at the end of this episode which i'm gonna ask you i guess we're not gonna get that anymore so we'll see um so uh murtaugh goes home uh finds out that uh that there is a website called shaynation.com where pretty much this person posts everything that she's doing where she's going all that kind of stuff so like tmz kind of or just like a crazy fan page and um, they find out that Shay and her manager got into a pretty big fight, excuse me, um, at this restaurant called Boyle. And then we get this weird reaction from Murtaugh, which you guys know, I'm very, very in tune with ranting about my boy because he's, he always gets himself into trouble. So be ready. There will be a rant in a few minutes. Just, just pointing that out there. Anyway, so um, Trish tells him that, yeah, we were just there and... And I was there with my boss. And, of course, immediately Murtaugh's like, alone? Sounds like a date. The place is real fancy. And she's like, yeah, I'm with a date with my boss. And uh, I think she said the interns. And then, like, these other people, like, all. So she's like, yeah, we're all going to do it again tomorrow. And it was just it was just weird. Um, Megan says, maybe Trish and Palmer will still be friends. And Palmer and Riggs will get thrown back together when Riggs is a little better off. Maybe. I do like that. I think that'd be interesting. At least they didn't leave the cake out in the rain. Ooh. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, where was I? I forgot where my place was. Oh, so, yeah, so I thought that was a little weird that he, like, immediately got jealous because I'm like, she's not by herself with her boss. She's with a bunch of people. So I thought that was weird. But, again, you guys know how Murtaugh works. He's just in his own head all the time. So they pretty much try to see if they can, they talk to um, uh, the manager. Uh, and Riggs kind of pretty much after like babysitting or whatever, or trying to watch uh, Shay, they realize that um, he's kind of the worst. And the fact that she, he saw that she had bruises on, right? Um, on her shoulder and uh, her neck, shoulder and arm, pretty much, and and I just it, it's crazy because if you if you haven't been living under a rock, there's been some crazy stuff happening in the news about like people of power abusing or sexually harassing or whatever, um, not whatever, but obviously it's a serious thing of people that they work with, you know. So I thought I was like, whoa. Obviously they didn't plan for that because they planned for these episodes in advance, but it was kind of crazy how they were able to do that. I mean. We kind of find out a little bit later that he was technically, if you want to put it, protecting her, but he should never put his hands on a client. That's obviously rule number freaking one. So it was very interesting to see Riggs see that and kind of uh, fish for what he what he wanted to hear. Um, which, but I mean, again, it would make sense because it would be someone in power or someone who has control over her career, which she did say it wasn't an ex boyfriend because they're old bruises. Um, uh, it's not a bodyguard, it was Phil. 
And I love that Murtaugh also found that out by asking, like, hey, like, what what have you been up to? And he's like, you know, he clearly was trying to make up some crazy thing, saying, like, oh, are you going to believe the blogs? Like, that's just some stupid fan who said that. And, of course, Riggs comes running in and immediately goes, did you hurt did you hurt your client or did you put your hands on your client? And he, it looked like Phil was kind of panicking, but not at the same time. And I, I mean, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I definitely would have punched him in the face just like Riggs did because he is a piece of crap. And I don't, I don't tolerate people who think that they can overpower a woman just because they can, or because the fact that they hold their career in their hands, like it makes me sick. But again, I don't want to get in too much of a soapbox because again, I'm thinking of things that are happening right now in the world, and I'm just like, oh, Lethal Weapon, you couldn't have picked a better time to air this episode. It's kind of insane. Um, anyway, so he gets punched. Obviously, Riggs gets in trouble with the, the deputy chief and pretty much is like, you can take the rest of the day off because... And I, I thought it was interesting that she actually didn't believe that Riggs was this unhinged. Like, she understood that he was messed up. She understood, like, what his background was and what he went through and hearing all the stories of what Riggs was doing and then said, oh, it's all an act and you better get a new one. And I was like, okay, Deputy Chief. Like, I get why she's trying to think of the fact of, like, you know, dealing with all the collateral damage that could be happening because of his stunts. And also, um, yeah, sorry, I was looking at the chat for like a split second. Um, and... And understanding that he could put his partner in danger or the rest of the other officers or detectives. So I understand where she's coming from, but I felt like it just came out of left field to be like, get your, you know, get a new act, you know. But again, I understand where she's coming as a professional. Like, I get it. Um, and, and of course, R Roger tried, tried so hard to, to see if he can work with Riggs and trying to find out, like, what's going on? Is everything okay? And, you know, Riggs was just like, no, oh, it doesn't matter. I got the whole day off. I'm just going to hang out with my lady. Bye. And we get, again, this is where the rant starts. Oh, Roger. So Roger Murtaugh decides to go to Boyle because he knows that his wife is there with uh, her colleagues. Mostly he had an ulterior motive. He needed to get, a, he needed to get the, um, the footage or at least use a lawyer to, to get um, or pro prosecute, yeah, to get his wife to be able to let her know that I need to get the footage from, the security footage from Boyle. And of course, you know, one, never, never, ever, ever just drop in when your wife's clearly in like a meeting. Like you can probably drop by and be like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? But text, call, something. But I'm assuming that maybe because she was in the middle of her meeting, she probably couldn't answer her phone. But Still, because of the fact that they check in all the time, which they brought up in, earlier in the episode, that she would think, oh, man, this must be important. Hang on, guys. Let me take a second. Let me just answer this real quick. Instead of you just showing up unannounced and just in the middle of her colleagues. And also, like, again, this is where my rant starts. Number one, how dare you, Roger Murtaugh, go, why do these people not know who I am? That is not how life works. These people don't care that she's like that she's married or that she needs to know who you are, your bio, your background, your job. Like nobody cares. Clearly she's here to have a job. She's doing her thing. This again, these are this is my opinion. I'm not saying that what if you guys believe something opposite, I think it's great. I want to hear the discussion. But I think that number one, like 
don't do that. Don't just be all uppity because of the fact that none of her colleagues know who you are. She doesn't have to sit there and be like, hi, my name's Trish. My name's Trish Murtaugh. My husband is Detective Murtaugh. He works for the LAPD. And he's um, a little bit sensitive about a relationship. Just saying. Um, anyway, coffee? Like, no. Like, no. That's not how that works. She's there to get the job done, work with these people, and they all go home to their personal lives. You don't need to bring it to work unless it's like, unless they bring it up. Hey, Trish, you married? You, you single? What's going on? Then, then she can go, no, I'm married. My husband is a detective. If she wants, or just leave it at married. Like, it doesn't make sense to me why he got all uppity at the fact that these people didn't know who the hell she, like he was. It's not important. That was my main thing. Two, he, Trish told him, you need to get a subpoena if you want this footage. You can't just take it. That's not how that works. But what did he do, guys? What did he do? What did he do? He just, he got the footage. He, that's what he did. He got the footage. Illegally. <laughs> like, he just took it. So, uh, so, um, I mean, I, I also was like kind of distracted because of the fact that we had, um, uh, Zach, uh, Bowman pretty much, you know, being upset that the fact that he wants to be taken seriously and like the lady came over and gave him, what was it? Give him a free dessert. And something else, I couldn't remember what it was, but he's like, I want to I wanna take this job seriously, and I want, I want people to understand that I'm trying to ask them questions to help with that. And he told the perps about her. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. I, I'm, thank you, Megan, for bringing that up. Uh, the fact that he's like, oh, I'll occasionally tell the perps, you know, even show a picture. And I'm like, don't do that, because let's, that's the other thing. If you tell perps, I mean, again, I couldn't tell if it was a joke or not, if he was actually meaning it, but if you tell a perp that you have a wife, and and what she looks like what if let's say you put this perp away and he resents you and then comes after not after you specifically but goes um oh gave him oh that's what it was she gave him the free dessert and the footage thank you i was trying to figure out how they were able to get that thank you megan um but the fact that she this perp could go back and be like i'm gonna hurt your wife thank you for showing me to her you know like i just that again that's that might be a little bit too much of reality in that aspect or whatever but like People are crazy. Criminals are crazy. You never know. I mean, not all criminals, but you know what I mean. Like, there could be someone who's, like, out to get you. And now that you've shown this picture of your wife, you never know. He could hold on to that. I don't know. You know? So, like, I don't know. I feel like it's not necessary. But whatever. So, um, so yeah. So, they, they move on. And uh, doo -doo 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 -doo, I'm trying to go through my stuff. Oh, so when we look through the footage, we find out that some random dude was following her, which we kind of saw in the beginning, but that Phil knew who he was. Um, so we have to deal with the fact that clearly Phil knows who, the manager knows who he is, and Shay clearly knows who he is. And so when they show the footage to Shay and the manager, and, and because he got punched, he brought in extra security. What a punk. Um, that he... They, he did it again. He put his hand on her shoulder, and I was like, I just, I got all skeeved out, and I was just like, I really just need you to stop touching her. That would be great. That would be so great. And pretty much was like, we're done here. You need to leave. If you want to come back, you need a warrant. And I was just like, oh, my God, you are the scum of the earth, you piece of crap. So uh, pretty much we clearly know that they know who this person is, and they ran it through a database to find out who he is. He's squeaky clean. Um, because he doesn't, or at least they couldn't find anything at the time. Um, and then, lo and behold, Trish shows up. 
to the precinct to go, I'm sorry, I snapped, you know, I'm, you know, I felt guilty. So you know what? I, I got the footage for you. But what were they watching, guys? They were watching the footage. And immediately, I love the shot, too, like how it was framed, how Bailey and um, Bowman were kind of there, and, like, Bowman was kind of like, oh, boy. And Bailey, like, who knows Trish very well, is just like, oh, God, what have you done, you dumb, dumb person? And and I love how she's like, Bailey, can I have, can we have the room, please? Um, And, like, she doesn't know who this person's name is. Can you, can you go? I just, I need the room for a second. And I was like... I'm kind of sad we didn't get to see it, but at the same time, maybe it's just because I'm a terrible person. Um, but yeah, no, Murtaugh's in the doghouse for this episode because he done he done effed up. He done you done messed up, Murtaugh. Why? <laughs> like, does it make sense? So, uh, but we get a cut to um, Riggs, kind of, you know, at at the hotel uh, with Palmer, and they're kind of going through a weird moment. And, and trying to figure out the relationship and where it stands and, and how to do this relationship thing because the fact that she's been working for the DEA and also he's going through a change. And, and it doesn't end well, you know, because the way that the argument played out and then he's like, I need to go shower, I gotta go. And, of course, he did the usual thing where he turns on the water and is, you know, trying to get out of there. And pretty much, <laughs> that was such a weird, it was such a weird transition, too, because the fact that he's like, Hey, so I think I really messed up with Palmer. Like, sexually? What? Why is that the first thing that comes to your mind, Murtaugh? Like, why would you go, oh, man, I, what happened? Did you say something stupid? Like, something like that. Why would you immediately go, oh, you messed up in the sack, didn't you? Like, wh why was that? Why? 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 I don't understand. <laughs> it was really weird. And so, and I love that Riggs was like, What? No, you know what? Forget it. And I love it because he was trying to open up. He was trying to make progress and open up to Murtaugh and he messed it up. This is why he's in the doghouse. This is exactly the reason why, because he's a dumb, dumb human being. He's a dumb, dumb. Um, and so he's like, you know, what? forget it. Also, it wasn't. It was not sexually. And he leaves. But I love that Palmer picked up. She's like, so that's weird. That's really weird that you, that like, you know, don't lie to me. If you want to leave, just leave. And he's like, what are you talking about? And it's like, you went in there to go take a shower. You're not wet. There's no towel. And the shower is still running. And he's just like, huh, that is weird. But again, I would say that you started the water and then you got a call from Murtaugh and just go, oh, I didn't get to go in because I got a call. And I'm, now I'm fully dressed because I have to go do a case. And it looked like he tried to play it off and tried to be like, oh, you're a great detective, hon. Okay, love you, bye, Mwah, and, like, leaves. But deep down, Palmer just, it got to her, clearly. And it just, it didn't work very well for them. Um, so, obviously, they go to, uh, what was it? Now, see, I forgot. I gotta look at my notes. Um, they find out uh, who the the person who was following Shay, his name is Bobby Claypool, who's an ex of Shay. Um, and at first I was like, did he kill somebody? Because he went to jail for uh, for killing somebody. And of course they call Shay immediately, tell him that we found out who this person is and like, hey, like what happened? You know, and she's like, no, he didn't kill anybody. I did. And immediately we see the door, like as she walks past the hallway, that the doorway's open and, or front door is open and, Phil is being held at gunpoint by our perp, Bobby. Um, 
I was not, and again, I wasn't, I thought that he was just going to be held up in the house. I definitely wasn't expecting the next part, which was kind of insane. So, um, I know I'm trying to wrap it up here because we only have like 10 minutes. So, um, we, we get to the point where Riggs and Murtaugh, um, come in and they see that the house is, is empty. All the guards have either, I couldn't tell if they were killed or if they were just knocked out. I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure. Um, and, uh, we find out from, um, uh, Rihanna, who's checking out ShayNation.com and seeing that there's a Periscope going on, um, a live Periscope, which, again, is crazy how I love that the show brings in social media to kind of work with uh, crime here. It's kind of intense. It's super cool. I mean, not that murder is great and that it should be lively aired, but, like, the fact that they can take stuff that's happening clearly in present day and make it extra scary, especially, you know, in just social media times in general because i think i've always thought that social media can save you or can really harm people it's it's a very interesting topic but anyway so the fact that he's live periscoping him in the front seat uh shay in the driver's seat but her hands are duct taped to the steering wheel and she can't she can't go anywhere I, like it was it was intense so the fact that they're driving on the pch is what i'm assuming and she's and he's sitting there, you know, moving the cars or like the car around and like hitting the gas and she's freaking out. It was it was insane. And so uh, they're periscoping the entire time. And so they finally get in the car. They go after them. And uh, Riggs, of course, goes off roading with their car and is able to crash into them right at like the edge of where they were going to drive off. Because pretty much what he was going to say was he wanted her to admit that she was the one that killed this pedestrian who. It was technically an accident. He just walked out onto the road, and, like, he was just walking. They missed it, and, yeah, pretty lousy security. I agree. Um, yeah, nice. Um, uh, and uh, brain. Now I forgot what I was doing. Oh, the fact that, um, that yeah, he, it was an accident because it was probably dark or something, and he walked out in the, in, in the middle of the road or was crossing the road, and he got hit, and he died, and so... He, they made a deal that he was going to go to jail for five years as long as she took care of him. Clearly, um, she tried, but Phil wouldn't let her, again, with the manipulating piece of crap that he is. I mean, I get it. He was trying to protect her, but at the same time, like, you also don't know how crazy this person is. It's just, ugh. And so um, he's like, okay, admit the truth. And she did, but he's like, nope, I want more. I want us to die together, you know, because he's completely insane. Um, so pretty much they're about to drive off a cliff. Riggs ends up, um, I guess T-boning them because he technically hit right at the edge, the edge of their car to swing them around. And so they run over, they get him out of the car and have him, uh, cuffed. And then I love this part where everyone's watching and they're like holding their breath because everyone at the precinct is watching. Everyone at home is watching and, um, and they're watching Murtaugh get her out of, um, uh, get her out of the car and I love the moment where Rihanna's like damn dad you know like it was really cool and the fact that even Trish who was technically still mad at him at the time was like um, you know Roger was it Roger Mayfield Murtaugh I think was his middle name I'm so confused so let me know if I got that right but I know it was Roger something Murtaugh I'm assuming it's Mayfield but I like I said I, I could be completely wrong I'm not good with names as you can saw because I as you can see because I technically called Cruz Carlos which I feel really terrible about so please don't 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 crucify me just yet um so uh 
so at this point now, they're they're about to let the car fall. And I was supposed to call her JoJo. Uh, Shay goes, no, Phil's in the trunk, which I forgot that he was in the trunk because I didn't mention it that that I said we're all gonna die today, which meaning that Phil, um, Phil was in the was in the car with them, and uh, uh, oh, I'm just reading the chat real quick. Steven, uh, look, uh, like that that time at NCS when they solved the case over Twitter. Nice. I tried to get into NCSI, but I couldn't even after the first episode. Feel your girl, feel ya. Um, I know what you did last summer, but closer to the book than the movie. Cool. Not for everyone, I guess. I also agree. Um, not to say that it's bad. I just I couldn't get myself into it. Um, anyway, so uh, we have a very interesting moment where Riggs comes into the car, opens up the trunk, excuse me, uh, the trunk, and then also, which, again, is a very safe thing to, if you're ever trapped in an older car, just kick, you know, try to either kick or move the back seat because usually you can get access to a trunk that way. Um, I'm in a meta self-defense class um, from a cop. That was actually really cool um, where he took that off. But again, oh, I did. Yay. Thank you, Tanya. Um, that he's like, admit it. Admit that you hurt her. And of course, like in this point in time, everyone who's watching is going, Riggs, what are you doing? And he's like, admit it. Admit to me that you hurt her and you're never going to do it again. And he did. And I definitely thought he was going to let that car fall for sure with Phil in it. But I'm also really proud of Riggs that he was able to get him out and let the car fall because that that definitely wouldn't have ended well for him. Like, that was rough. Um, but it looks like everyone's going to end up going to jail pretty much. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming Phil's going to go to jail because of um, her um, abuse. Um, but, but the fact that Shay is going to jail because she did technically kill somebody and obviously – uh, Bobby's gonna go to jail because he pretty much kidnapped a pop star and tried to attempt murder. <sighs> what a crazy, crazy bunch of people. Media, yay! Uh, anyway, but that was pretty much it with with that. Uh, we get a little nice little tie up with Palmer and Riggs, which again, this is my question: Did they break up? I felt like it felt like a breakup. The fact that Riggs was trying to come over with flowers, which is very, very predictable, especially in this kind of stuff. Um, in the trunk looking down scared uh, me because of heights oh I, I bet that was that was a that was a rough that was a rough thing but again that's why I'm asking because I couldn't tell because obviously she lied saying that she was halfway to the airport when really she was actually just waiting to leave and then um, uh, and then just talking about how their relationship is but I I think that they broke up but that's why I'm asking some people are like I don't know. Did they? Are they taking a break? I don't know. Because, I mean, she is going back to D.C. If she comes back out here, I, mean, I don't know if they're taking a break because she has to go back or whatever. But at least with me, you know, it's not uh, they're on a break. It's like they broke up. Like, that is, that was what it was, you know. Um, and I know a lot of people are really happy about this because then we can bring beautiful Cahill into the mix. Some people are upset because Palmer... I did like Palmer. I do like them together. I think it's really nice. But I also wouldn't mind seeing Cahill and Riggs together. So whatever the writers are deciding to put Riggs' love life into or if they're just going to leave him alone, whatever they feel, um, I think it'll be interesting to see. I think it'll it, – it hurt. But at the same time, I'm excited to see what will happen because of the fact that Riggs has changed so much in the last few minutes of this of this episode and how he's really opened up to Palmer that I'm hoping that this doesn't reset, not reset him, but 
put him back a few steps because of the fact that he finally felt vulnerable enough to be with somebody. And then she kind of rejected him. And that sucks, you know? So we'll see. I'm very... I'm very intrigued to see how Riggs's whole thing is going to do. I'm also really happy that um, the deputy chief, chief deputy, yeah, uh, that she is starting to kind of get with, you know, um, the whole, like, complimentary sandwich, you know, that they were doing and how she's like, okay, you guys did really good teamwork. You guys did a lot of terrible things, but you also got a bad, you got three bad guys. So, you know, just be careful. Which, again, that's what Avery is all, Captain Avery was all about. So I'm very, it's, I like that she's kind of easing up, especially from the last episode. I wasn't here, but I am so upset that she totally, she totally lied to him and then did the finger linger, you guys. I'm upset. I didn't talk about that because I wasn't here last episode, but she's, she's, she's just, uh, she knows what she's doing. And I'm just like, you, you, you're going to cause trouble. Um, but anyway, so, uh, but yeah, the episode was really fun. Again, I felt really bad for Riggs, but I'm really hoping that, again, this opens up something new. I felt bad for Murtaugh just a tiny bit, even though he kind of deserved it, that he was excited because everyone's like, oh, you're a hero, and you saved that girl, that pop star, oh my gosh. And then everybody who is technically um, a a fan or a younger like a teenager in that demographics like you ruined her career you're a monster <laughs> so i was kind of like in between i was like oh yeah good for you but also oh that really sucks uh it's unfortunate <laughs> but you also deserved it but it's also really unfortunate so yeah so i thought this episode was great i really enjoyed it i i'm really intrigued to see what you guys thought especially because i know west coast fans are watching it right now but east coast fans thank you guys for hanging out with me and all my lonesome predictions for next week um i don't have any because they didn't really give us that much of a teaser we just know that um they've got stuff to deal with so it's it's i'm very intrigued to see um uh what what their next case is going to be because it, it again they didn't give us much detail so i'm I don't know what will happen, but it will be fun. Uh, but again, next week, um, my full panel should be back, and we'll, we'll all be here to talk about how much we love Lethal Weapon. Again, don't forget, you guys, to hit up the comments below if you're watching this later. Hi. Um, definitely don't forget to tweet and show the love for the show and the network because it's awesome. Again, if you're also new to the show, welcome. Um, if you're not new and you're always here every week, welcome back. Uh, I am your host, Alexis Torres. You guys can find me all over social media at atorres890. I hope you guys didn't mind my rambling, because I definitely rambled for a, for an hour, I think. Or at least maybe a little bit later, maybe 45 minutes, but I definitely rambled, so I really appreciate you guys sticking with me. Or again, if you're watching later, just sticking with me after, because that was a lot of words. Um, but definitely find all my, my co-hosts on social medias. Um, definitely check us out for the next few things. We're also still trying to get a lot of the awesome actors on the show. So definitely tweet at them. Let them know about the show. Tell them to come by. And we will see you guys next week, next Tuesday, for episode four at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, always and forever. Have a wonderful night. Mwah! Bye, people! Bye! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm 
Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, Fingerlinger. Haha. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.